Hello. Welcome to the fifth installment of Hedroy's Voices, the alumni podcast from Hedroy School. This episode features Hedroy's class of 2021 alumni, Chris Ejosi Nixon and Brandon Bird, who are currently studying journalism in college. They were also the creators of the Hawkeye student newspaper's Go With The Flow podcast when they were Hedroy students. In this special reunion episode, Chris and Brandon revisit how they got their start in journalism and provide some lively commentary on a few major events that have taken place around the world and in pop culture since their final episode in graduating from Head Royce two years ago. All right, what's up, y'all? Welcome back to the Go to Flow podcast. Uh, my name is Brandon Bird. I'm a sophomore journalism major uh, from Oakland, California, Howard University, um, but I am part of the class of 2021 at uh, Head Royce, and um, I'm one of the co-hosts of the Go to Flow podcast, uh, part of the HRS Hawkeye newspaper. Um, and I'll let my co-host introduce himself too. Hey, what's up? Um, Chris and Justin Nixon. I'm a sophomore journalism major at USC, and I'm also from the class of 2021 at Head Royce. And uh, yeah, it's good to be back, man. It's good to be back. Um, it's been a while. It, was, it has. It has been a while, and. It's, we were talking about this leading up to the podcast, but we're excited to kind of get into a bunch of things that we saw happening the last couple of years that we wish we would have been able to talk about on the podcast as they were happening. So it's going to be a good episode, man. It's been like, now that I think about it, it's been like two years. Like with the podcast, we started the podcast in like September of 2020 and it ended in June, 2021. It is now... April, almost April oh, yeah, of 2023. April. It is ridiculous. It's crazy. It doesn't feel like we've been gone, done, been gone for that long. But right. like Chris said, it's, we're just going to recap some stuff that's happened over the last two years. Um, and yeah, we hope you all enjoy. But I guess to get into that, what we've been up to for the last two years, I mean, we're in college now, which yeah. is crazy <laughs> to think about. Um, but like I said, I'm, I go to Howard University now in Washington, D.C. Uh, I'm a sophomore journalism major. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm like I said. I'm also at USC. I'm also a journalism major, um, and I would say first thing about college, it goes by so fast. Because I mean, you were just talking about like it's almost been two years. I got like I think we got five weeks, something like that, of the semester left. Maybe five weeks of class plus finals, and then we will be halfway through. At least undergrad. I don't know if you're planning on going to grad school, but at least for me doesn't look like it at least right after college. So, mm. man, I, I remember because one of the most memorable episodes for me was the college decisions episode and talking with, uh, I think it was like, what, yeah, Jasper, Eli, Saman, Justin, Iggy, Jaden or something like all on yeah. all that episode. I remember talking about college and it was, it felt like a huge thing. And now what's halfway done, man. It is ridiculous. Like that, the, I can't, I wish I could talk to my my high school graduate self, like right after I graduated, and like try to explain what college has been like so far, and the fact that I'm almost I'm halfway done. It's ridiculous. It's insane. Um, but yeah, I mean, just to to get into the college thing, I mean, we got to talk about it a little bit. Um, I don't know, Chris. What what have been some of your favorite parts of college? What do you feel like you've learned? All that. Like, what what would you what would you say to the people listening? I'll say. My first thing was honestly like that first, I think maybe, I don't know what it was, but the first like month or so I was missing home, but I would say that it gets, it just gets easier and easier as you get more comfortable. Cause I, I mean, honestly, for me, it was mostly just like 
it was just not being around my family, not being around my friends from high school. It was, it was just, you know, missing those people, which is, I'm assuming that it's generally what happens, but it, it just, it definitely gets a lot easier. So then now that I have, you know, found a good friend group here, I would say that's probably my favorite part. It's a, it's a fun group of people to be around. So I don't know. That's been good. What about you though? I mean, it's, it's, I feel like I've learned so much about myself. Um, I think when I was in high school, I didn't realize like, like literally thinking about it now, like I would literally, I would wake up, go to, go to school, go to cross country track practice and come home. And that's it. Like I was, it was very, like a very like schedule out. Literally. I, I live eight, eight, I live eight minutes away from, from, from head Royce. It's literally like, I wouldn't go anywhere. Like I would just, it was so contained now that I have all this freedom to do whatever, like it's, it was mind blowing to me and I didn't, I couldn't fathom it. So that was definitely an adjustment. Also the, just the amount of time, like I have to, I have to manage all my time now. It's not like my parents aren't managing my time, not helping me out with my schedule or whatever. Like, and that's all me, um, which I really enjoy actually, but absolutely a big adjustment. Um, I think time management is actually the hardest part about college. Um, at least for me, like, like the, especially depends on your major. Cause I, I, I know, I know biology majors that are going through it, but for me, Hardest part, time management for sure. Just planning out your day, whatever, all that stuff. But um, I would say my favorite part is definitely the people I've met and just like meeting people from different places. Um, I mean, yeah, like I, I go to Howard and HBCU. So it's like, I'm just around a whole lot of different types of black people that like I never would have met otherwise. People from the East Coast, people people whose families are from the Caribbean, like from, from, from Africa, like all everything like it's ridiculous um so it's it's been eye-opening it's 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 given me perspective on a lot of things that i never thought i'd see um and i think it's made me a more well-rounded person i've learned a lot about myself as well so it's, it's, oh, yeah. it's been good man it's been good that's good i think i mean that's like one of the best things you can probably get out of college is i mean what was it anywhere from three to like thirty thousand people from all over the place i would yeah I definitely one thing i didn't expect I don't know if, how much it is at different schools, but there's so many international kids here. Every mm. is from, you know, some other country, which is kind of, it's kind of crazy just to think that, you know, in high school, everyone lives within 30 minutes of you. And now it's mm. people that can't go home for break because like last year, I mean, people couldn't go home for break because it was like a two week quarantine period. They wanted to go to their whatever country. So by the time they got out of the quarantine hotel, they would have had to like, come back. It's just, I don't know, it's kind of wild to think about that versus me. It takes me, I think, three and a half hours door to door when I go home or come back. Like, I can leave the house at 7.30 or something and be in my dorm by like 11. So it's it's kind of interesting. But people are from really, really all over the place. But going back to your time management thing, there is too much time on my hands, but also too many things to do. And that definitely, that's definitely one of the challenges that I I mean, I, I I knew it was gonna be a little different, but I don't know if I was fully, you know, fully like aware of it. But no, literally, especially like sophomore year, because like I'm, at least me, I'm getting into more things. Like I'm I'm joining uh, like clubs or whatever, and I'm I'm start like we're gonna get into it. But like I'm doing the, doing a radio show, and like it's finding time for for work, friends sleep which is something I, I need sleep like i did not realize it until i got here like i i, I need my that my eight hours i'm not gonna lie right um, but it's just making time for everything is so hard 
Uh, but once once you get into the groove, it's like, oh, okay, this is I, I can do this. But I'm I'm still I'm still learning. Like I'm literally figuring it out, figuring it out on the fly. Um, but I mean, yeah, I guess I guess we should talk about the other stuff we got going on. Right. Um, you know, we're we're both journalism majors. I was a business ma- major. I was a oh, yeah, major last year. Let's talk about that real quick. Just what was okay, the yeah. like? What was the reason that you? Because yeah, you explained. Yeah, what was the reason for the transition and like how was it so far? Yeah, I mean, basically what it was is a lot of my family they're they're in the business world or whatever. So I, I saw a lot of a lot of marketing in my life. My, my my mom she does marketing. My brother does marketing. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like it's some it's something that can be creative. Yeah, but you, know, you also make a little bit of money. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you know, never hurts, never. It never hurts. So I was like, you know what? Let me try this out. Let me try out the business school. I mean, they, they SOB gets so many resources at Howard. I was like, oh, oh yeah, this this that's, is this is the spot. That's like the um, the most like prestigious school there, right? Exactly, exactly, exactly. They get all the resources. So I was like, you know what? I'm gonna try this out. And I went and I did it for a year. You know, put put on a suit two times a week for class mm-hmm. presentations. You got big corporations coming in to talk to us and all that stuff. And I was like, you know what? This is cool. But it's like it it felt it felt it felt weird like it was it was so like ah it, it, so it was my vibe it was not my vibe and I realized that I feel like I I felt like I needed to do something more creative um, I was more of a creative person so I was like you know what shout out to Mr Snyder and Andy for telling me to try the newspaper because if I didn't I never would have known that I'm into journalism and podcasts and content creation for real and all this stuff like they gave me the opportunity to do that and once i realized that marketing and business wasn't for me i was like you know what i really enjoyed the newspaper when i was in high school let me let me let me try journalism and i'm, I'm loving it so far um I have, i'm having a lot of fun um, meeting a lot of cool people getting into a lot of creative things um i'm part of an organization called spotlight and it's literally just like what what kind of stuff you could like we, we make shows podcasts like everything um it's great so it's been a great transition for me i'm I'm happily a journalism major now um i'm, I'm following chris's footsteps for real he's he's he's, he's the original journalism major so yeah oh that's that's good though because i mean i'll say i've seen people a lot of people end up kind of switching majors and it's just it's good that you got it right on the first try you know because it, it can be tough i mean that's kind of part, part of what's college all about right just you know Getting to experience more uh, specified, I guess, specialized, I guess, versions of whatever you're uh, trying to get into, and so it's a good thing that you you realized it early and then made the switch. But yeah, but but what, what was what was I don't know. I mean, it didn't it didn't seem like it was hard for you to choose. I, I think you knew what you wanted to do from the jump. But uh, how has how journalism been for you so far? Yeah, I mean, part of the thing. I mean, I, I've I'll say I've liked all my journalism classes. Except, I mean, some of the some of the work gets a little tedious because it's like you got to go out into LA. That's the thing this year that they're uh, really emphasizing is they want us to go into LA and get the stories, and specifically like into South LA as opposed to <clears throat> getting stories just at USC. Which is, I think, once you actually do go and get the story, it's like okay, that was cool. Like, glad I got to like meet these people like just before spring break. I was doing a story about a local robotics club. It's like the only real robotics instruction in South LA. So it's a bunch of kids of color coming into this really nice facility to learn all different types of technology. It was a crazy facility over there, like so much cool stuff. They had like a whole 
gaming esports e- like setup in there. They had like a, a music room. They had all types of cool stuff. And then, but the main thing for that specific organization, which is part of the larger like that building, is like a, a larger thing that has a bunch of organizations within it. But point is, that specific organization was robotics. So I was like, it was really cool to get in there and learn about that and kind of tell their story. But the lead up to that is like frantically scrambling to try and figure out something that's possible to do in South LA and that is going to make for a good story. And so we got like one project left. So they give us a little more time for this one. So I'm feeling a little better, but it was, I would say that was tough, but every time you do get out and into the story, it's like really interesting to be able to go and get all that stuff. But the thing is part of, part of the thing I didn't quite fully realize is that the first two years is a lot of GEs. So last year I only took one journalism class each semester. And the second semester, it was like a history of journalism thing. And I did not like that class. That was like a, it was the history of journalism through film. I was watching, it was second semester. So it was right after another COVID um, like spike. So I was like watching journalism movies from the 1900s on zoom. And it was, it wasn't the best. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's been, it's been a good time. And this year we're getting like integrated into the media center just through the class. So that's been really cool. But, yeah. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Now the journalism world is very interesting. Um, I think as, I don't know, I, I can only speak for myself, but as, as someone who's like more, in, more of an introverted person, like journalism is, you know, you gotta get, you gotta get out there and like being in SOC School of Communications, which is where all the creative majors are basically, it's so many people that are just like, just just energy, just all the time. And I'm like, oh, I cannot do that. But you know, it's, it's, it's part of the job. Like you gotta interview people, you gotta, you gotta go out in the city and talk to people, you know? But it's, it's a lot of learning. And just generally in, in college, I've learned how to be more outgoing and more, I don't know, you just, you just learn how to talk to people, you know? Um, which has been good, but it's journalism is definitely, it's one of those, those, those things where you got to know how to talk to people. Have you done like, have you done like public interview type things yet? Or no, not, not for journalism specifically. I mean, because I just switched, like I had to do a lot of the, the general requirements first. So I'm, I'm like, literally this semester is the first time where I'm doing like more specific stuff, but it's, it's, I'm, this is still like the general stuff. Like next year is where I'm getting really getting into it. Um, right. But it's, it's mostly been general stuff for me, honestly. So oh, yeah. let's see what next year's like. I had to do some public interviews for like one of my classes just as an assignment. And I would say that that was when I really realized that that was my least favorite part of journalism. It was the one thing that, that I was struggling with. It's definitely, like you said, I mean, it's gotten easier, but it's just, I don't know, it feels really awkward to approach people. And also you're walking around campus and half the people have headphones in, people are walking around. I don't want to, you know, I'm, I'm, this, I'm just like them, man. I'm going to class. I'm walking around. I don't really want to be bothered usually. And so it, it was hard. That that was definitely one of the hardest things I've had to do in journalism so far. But yeah. it does get easier. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's a process. It's a process. Um, but I don't know. Any, anything else you want to say about that? Or should we, should we get into the, the classic W's, L's, and slander section of the podcast? Um, let's once just real quick, let's talk about what we've been up to. I mean, we're, we're on this podcast. I mean, I'm not sure, honestly, who the main listener base of this podcast is and if they're familiar with what we did in high school. But yeah, this is kind of pretty similar to what we were doing in high school. And it's kind of cool to me that both of us have kind of continued on that. So 
Uh, you mentioned that you're kind of it's there is radio more than podcasts, yeah. but yeah, it's a little mix. Um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. I mean, I, no, that is a good point though. We sh- you're absolutely right. We should give background a little bit on. I don't know. Just go with the flow. How, how that came to be, basically. Oh, yeah. Um, but no, that's that's a great idea. Um, how did it come to be? Let, let let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I mean, literally, I wasn't planning on doing Xbox, which is the newspaper of Pepper Rice at all. And it was, it was just like my advisors, Andy and Mr. Snyder, they ran Xbox and they were like, you know what? You're trying to find a class to take, try Xbox. And I was like, yeah, okay, sure, I guess. Uh, so I tried it, I, I liked it junior year, um, but then senior year, Chris and I were just talking and we're like, you know what? We should just start a podcast. Uh, I don't know if, I don't know how you remember it happening, but I see. I mean, no. also this, yeah, no, honestly, I was like, I don't know. But this was also during COVID, which made it very interesting. Right, like, right. Big COVID, like September 2020. That was like, yeah. So all the first episodes all, were masks, yeah. Yes, yes. It's, it's all kind of a blur, but we started to go with the full podcast, and I loved it. It was a great time. Like, probably the, my highlight of the senior year, honestly. It was a lot of fun. It was – the one thing I definitely remember is, like, us on the phone or something the night before the first episode trying to figure out the name. Uh, that I remember for sure. <laughs> you're really trying to figure out something to call it. That's always the hardest part. So, yeah, yeah. And you're like, you know, what? let's go with the flow. Let's go with the flow. And you're like, oh, you know what? Go with the flow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it works because I feel like every other episode, it just came up in conversation naturally. Too. We're just like, literally we're just gonna go with the flow. So. Uh, it was literally. good. That was yeah. That was definitely a lot, a lot of fun. It was like it was just cool to. Obviously, some of the main stuff that we really enjoy and we're thinking and talking about anyways. So just to be able to talk about that, talk about some more like, I don't know what I would maybe deeper topics or more serious topics that we usually wouldn't talk about so much. But then to get the chance to do those and do it in our own way, have all types of guests on from the, throughout the school it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so. yeah no, it, it was. Um, and I'm, I'm just thinking back, like, that's a great, great point. Also, like we talk about sports and music and pop culture and stuff, but like we also got into politics and more serious stuff that was going on um, during, I mean, 2020 was, you know, like, literally we, like it was, you know, <laughs> some Floyd, Breonna Taylor. it was some crazy, it was crazy times. It was crazy times. So just the fact that we had the platform, Jan- we, we literally talked about January 6th. Yeah. Like, like on that January seventh like, or something, it was crazy, ridiculous. So it's like when I, when I said that, look, that was that was yeah. a wild time, wild time. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that we had a platform where we were already talking about stuff and like had a place to just start that conversation, like great. Um, shout out to everyone we had on the podcast as well. Um, like most of my favorite episodes are when we had guests, like like the the Saman and Zoe episode. That that's that that's that's top tier for me. That that one was fire. Um, <laughs> I enjoyed the, the the playoffs one we did with Gus. Shout out Gus. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I mean, beach episode, um, beach day, uh, 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 the college acceptance thing. Like great yeah. episodes with like great people. Yeah. So, and I would say too that I think a lot of people, when whether it's I see, I think I see a lot of YouTubers say this. They like hate their first content, right? And I guess for me, it wasn't really my first podcast, but it was definitely my first time talking about stuff like that. And at least from what I remember, I might have to go back and watch the entire thing. But I've watched some of the episodes more recently, and I would still say that I like am proud of what we did, which is it's cool. I think that we like 
genuinely did handle a lot of those topics and a lot of those conversations really well. And so I would say that, you know, saying for, for a couple 17 year old, you know, not too bad. So no, was, literally like no journalistic training at all. Oh yeah. Like just talking, but like, it was, it was good. Like, I think we, we sound good. Things we were saying we were good. Um, oh, we, we, we talked to Kendra Andrews. Like oh, yeah. what? Like, that's crazy. That was a little different episode. That was awesome too. Right. And we handled that. I think we handled that really well. Um, and literally, it was it was just me editing on iMovie, like bottom tier content or uh, uh, like software. But like we were just making it work. Like that's not what it was about. Memos for the for the microphones. Like we were just making it work. Um, so if the conversation is good, it doesn't matter what the audio quality is. Yeah, exactly. And once again, shout out to Andy and Mr. Schneider for supporting us the whole way because they, they didn't have to. They didn't have to believe in that. Like. Andy didn't have to green like that. He could have been like, what are y'all going to talk about? But like Andy was so supportive. He was with us the first day that we filmed one and he was helping us out, find a place. Like it was Andy. I, I love Andy. Shout out to Andy, man. Um, Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, to get it, sorry, total sidetrack, but to get into what we're doing now, um, we're kind of continuing that a little, or at least I am. Um, I'm doing a music based radio show podcast ish type thing. Um, called Room to Quartin with my roommate, um, who we, we kind of, literally the way we met, the way I met my roommate was through a group chat and we were all talk, just talking about music. And oh, I was like, oh, I like Anderson Pack. And he was like, wait, you like Anderson Pack? I like Anderson Pack. And we started talking through that. And that's literally how we became friends. So just connecting with him through music um, was kind of the inspiration for what we're doing right now. Um, where it's, it's, re- it's really just getting started, honestly, but um, it's it's we're just we're just playing our favorite music honestly um, we're branching out a little bit we're gonna do reaction videos we're gonna do uh we're gonna talk to people about how they feel about music and all that stuff so we're, we're doing a lot of stuff but room 214 it's been a lot of fun and i hope to do some more creative stuff but this is all based off my experience with go with the flow so this special place in my heart for real but uh oh, let's what, 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 what are you getting into chris let, let, let them know what you got going on yeah so mine is actually yeah it's definitely radio right now um so i Honestly, first thing I did, clubs, like when I saw the club fair, they just have a huge fair where all the clubs have booths. So someone sent me a spreadsheet and I command F search sports in the thing. Cause I was like, that's what I want to talk about, right? That's what I want to, who I want to be around. And the only thing I found, I think, or maybe there's a couple more, but the main thing I found was the radio station. Cause it's called KXSC. And honestly, every, I'm pretty sure every other show on there right now is music, but I, I mean, you know, did the little application process and they were like, yeah, talk about sports. For those of y'all who don't know, who are familiar with the podcast, uh, one thing that has, has kind of been a tradition the whole time that we were doing it uh, has been W's, L's, and Slander. Uh, basically, where we picked the win of the week when we were doing it weekly, win of the week, loss of the week, and then this little Slander segment, just in case we had something to talk, just something to get off our chest. Um, so what we're going to do is we're each going to pick something, just pick a W, pick a L, pick a Slander segment, and we're going we're gonna to trade off and uh, give, give those to y'all. So, uh, yeah. There's one, um, it's great. There's one W, and then the other two are negative. That's like that really does describe the podcast. You know, it's, it's all positivity over here. But we, we, for some people, they just we 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 have, we have to talk about these things. You, you want to go with your W W first? All right. Yeah. So if y'all listen to the podcast in high school, it was mostly something that happened between in the week between the two episodes because we we we're, we're pretty consistent. It's usually every week. So it was something that happened between those two episodes in that week, but it's been two years. So we got to talk about, we're going to try and get some of the biggest 
W's, L's, and slander deserving people and stuff that has happened over the last couple of years. Now, we're not going to get it perfect. I, I promise you that. There's going to be something we forget about, but we're going to try and, over the course of the whole podcast, we're trying to get to it, all this stuff. But anyways, with that being said, I'm going to start off. I'm going to give my W to Kai Sinat. Now, honestly, I don't even remember where he was at the time that, like, we graduated. I'm pretty sure he was. He was definitely an NAMP by that point. But he was, like, I'm pretty sure he was, like, a small YouTuber. I'm not even sure if he had really started streaming yet. But <laughs> with that being said, the last two years, he's gone from pretty small content creator. And honestly, when I remember, I remember his first couple of videos on AMP, it was a li- almost a little bit awkward. Like it was, I wasn't sure if it was a great fit, but now he is like the biggest Twitch streamer in the world. Uh, I'm pretty sure, I'm, I don't know if he does a ton of YouTube besides just like, probably posting the clips and stuff from the stream. But I will say, I see some people on Twitter for whatever reason, slandering him saying, oh, all this guy does is yell. If you tune into a Kaisenat stream, I swear every hour will be something different. I remember I I was randomly do, I was doing something, just checked my phone, tuned in once, and this dude had who was like painting himself like a mime or something. And then next thing I know, it was like a band, a live rock band in his bedroom, like playing music. I have no clue how he comes up with that stuff. I know he just did that uh, subathon thing and broke the record for Twitch subscribers in a month. Like that dude. He's he's massive now, and you know, love to see a, a black creator eating. So the the, the Kaisenat rise has been absolutely insane. Like you said, I don't remember exactly where he was um, when we were doing the podcast, but I remember the first time I saw him, it was another YouTuber reacting to him like doing like ding dong ditching in, in New York projects, like <laughs> random, just so random. And I was like, oh, this, this guy's kind of funny. And then he joins AMP, and he and it's, it's like you said, it's awkward. But like he starts slowly growing and growing and growing, and then over the last year, it's he's become like the Twitch guy. Like he is the biggest guy on Twitch, and it's crazy. You know, you love you love to see a black creator get on top of a place that was predominantly white. Um, yeah. So it's 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 been great to see. It's been hilarious. Like to to your point of him just doing things. Like I remember the rock band. Like literally today, like like twenty minutes before I hopped on this call, like. I saw him like doing yoga with with pregnant women. <laughs> like, I, like, and you, you think I'm kidding? I'm not. I, I swear that's what he was doing. I don't know. He's just doing things, but it's it's great content, and it's 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 all it's all just like happy. It's like it's just he's having a good time. Um, yeah, see, absolutely love to see it. Crazy prank YouTuber, and now biggest streamer in the world. Crazy, crazy. all with some new man. I swear, all with yeah. some. Two years, but um, but I, I gotta I gotta give my my W to actually slightly connected uh, to Kai. I gotta give my W of the two years to to Lil Uzi, mm. Lil Uzi Vert, who Kai has collaborated with. Um, just because I don't know if if, if you if you watch the podcast all the way back then, you you know you know Uzi's my guy. You know you know where Turtle of Take came out. That was that was a top tier moment. I I will never forget that day. You know what I mean? Um, it was that's so, March sixth, right? like the yes week yes yeah. Before we got sent home, for, for, crazy, yeah, for a long time. Um, March 6, twenty twenty. But yeah, no, nah, uh, I'm giving him my W because uh, I, I, if you, if, if you're of our generation, you know, just want to rock at this point, you know, like probably. I think it's fair to say biggest song right now, or it has been the biggest song lately. Um, 
So just to see Uzi finally get his shine a little bit, because I feel like Uzi's been Uzi's been doing his thing since like 2016, but he he didn't really have the commercial success that a lot of other rappers in his class did. Um, like like main thing is like Cardi, like Cardi is huge right now, um, and Uzi's kind of, Uzi's right there with him, but he wasn't on the, on top like Cardi was. But now Uzi would just want to rock, tapping into the New Jersey wave of music. He he's he's gone up there. Um, and like the shining moment that made me realize, like, oh man, Uzi's on was when Uzi came out at the end of the 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 fifty years of hip hop uh, Grammys performance. At the end, like they 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 did they did Busta Rhymes, they did Notorious B.I.G., they did they did LL Cool J, and then Uzi comes out at the end. Like that is so crazy to me, and it's just it's just beautiful to see, man. It's you, you love to see it, you love to see it. Yeah. Um, so he he gets my W. That is all actually. I did not know that. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be keeping too much, keeping up too much with the award shows. <laughs> yeah, no, I, yeah. I mean, we can we can get into that later. That I'm not, I'm not. I didn't give him my L, but I, I almost get my L to the Grammys for not for Harry's house winning album of the year. You know, just 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 a little question mark there. But you know, <laughs> that, that's 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 a topic for another day. But yeah, <laughs> right. yeah, I, I do actually. I think I think that was like one of the. It was during the blow up for Kai. It was definitely him. I remember the scene. I was like, why are Uzi and Kai in like a tank in New York City right now? Exactly. Playing that song. <laughs> right. I don't know how that happened. Craziness. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, should we get into the negativity? The hating? Yes. Let's talk about the negativity. Uh, honestly, I didn't know whether to put this guy in the L or the slander. Well, I'm going to give him the L for now. It's, it's going to be Aiden Ross. Now, if you, if you know the podcast, you know this is Go With The Flow Heritage right here. We, we were some of the original anti-Aiden Ross. Uh, Wait, hold on. Pictures. What's up? You froze. You froze. No. Wait, hold on. What'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you say? What'd you say? Well, is it better now? Yeah, you're good. You're good. I, I didn't hear you give you out to. You're good now. You're good now. You're good now. Oh, okay. Should I, uh, should I restart that? I'm gonna, sure. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess. Because I can edit it. Recorded or not, but let's just restart. All right. Okay. Now, starting off with the negativity, I have to give my L of the last two years to one Aiden Ross. Now, I didn't know whether to give him the L or the slander, but based on this dude, I mean, he had a almost a Kai type rise. He never quite got to the size Kai's right now, but he was one of, if not the biggest streamer on Twitch for a little minute. And right now, not only is he on like a different streaming platform, which we'll see, maybe it will work out, but usually stuff like that does kind of flame out after a little bit um and doing outrageous things that we literally cannot say on the podcast like literally can't say um and he's he's not off the deep end that's the other thing he's kind of just like he was always a guy that pushed the limits because that was that was kind of his thing he's gonna push you can push people probably one step farther than you're supposed to and that's what makes it funny which that was one thing that was cool, but now he's at the point where he's he's gone too far. He's like pushing insane narratives to a bunch of impressionable, probably a bunch of impressionable teenagers, I guess, onto his fan bases. And yeah, I mean, I think the fall off is coming. It kind of seems like it's on the way. He's just like getting more and more outrageous to the point where I'm assuming it's going to lose its effect and the fall off will arrive. On the other hand, he he has said like he's made enough money, so maybe maybe it's not as much of an L as I think it is. But I'm gonna give him the L for going 
to this, getting to this point in his career where this is what he's resorting to for content. Like I said, we it's stuff that we literally cannot talk about. So. No, it's bad. It's, it was, it's, it's been, I mean, you can, you can go back literally. It was like episode 19 or something. We, we talked about it. And, um, I, I never really enjoyed his content for real. I mean, I, I, I got his, his, I got it. I got his deal. Like, you know, he was, he was like, it, it, it always rubbed me the wrong way because I always felt like he was like, his humor was just kind of like very, it's, it's not something you want to be pushing on to your impressionable audience. You know what I mean? Um, but it's gotten so much worse. Um, just with 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 a new wave of content, we'll call it. Um, in in the in the last year, uh, he's he's kind of joint hopped on that wave. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about that more actually, but he's he's hopped on that wave, um, doing crazy stuff, saying crazy things. Just really, it's really just like not great things. Um, just about gender politics and all this stuff. Like it's bad. It's 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 bad. Um, so the follow up is definitely here. Um, I, I was I was hoping for the best for him. I, I didn't, you know, I didn't want him to fail. But like, it's like he he's, he he did this to himself. He did he did this to himself. So. Did we did we say something to that effect of like the humor is too edgy? Did we say something like that? Definitely, definitely did the fall off, so to speak. But we definitely, I feel like we definitely talked about that part of it. Uh, for sure, for sure. Uh, but for for my L. I didn't know I was gonna get a chance to do this, um, and I, I've, I've been waiting a long time for this. But uh, so. the Suns, man, yeah. what happened last year, man? What, what, what happened last year? Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the Phoenix Suns in the NBA playoffs. I mean, losing by 50 at a certain point in that game seven to the Dallas Map, the underdog Dallas Mavericks. And the Suns that talked so much talk throughout the whole the whole time Chris Paul has been there. Who I'm. Watching Chris Paul Hall, watching Chris Paul crumble like that. At, oh man, like, like y'all don't understand. I, I think I've I've made it clear through the last the the past episodes. Like me and Chris Paul, we we, we don't really get along like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, and that added on to just the, the 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 winner's work attitude that the Suns had. It was just it was it was it it, it did my soul well to see them fall that way. Um, I forgot about winner's work because that was against us too. So that was personal. Yes, you know. Like. It's, 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 I'm a Warriors fan. It's personal. I'm sorry. Chris Paul has been our adversary for like 10 years. It's personal, bro. It's personal. So seeing the Suns lose like that, I, 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 it's, I'm just so glad I get to say that on this podcast. I didn't think we we're going to get, going to get the chance, but, uh, Suns, man, that, that was, that, that was hilarious. That was that, oh, that was such a great day. Was such a great day. It was the, that one clip Chris Paul hits a three to cut the lead to 37 or something like that. Yes. Crazy clip. Yes. Now. You talked. You said that's a, you're giving your L to the Suns, but we got to talk about how Chris Paul he beat his addiction. He said, "I'm in the finals. I'm addicted to it now." And that was after that. We didn't even get to have a podcast since then. And I'm just you know congratulating him. He's almost at two years. Cold He's turkey. Two, been to the- <laughs> Has not made it back. Has not made it back. What they blow? Did they blow a two zero lead? Or no, my tripping. Oh, it was something like that. It was it was embarrassing, regardless. I like, think they were up two zero. And then, you know, what I'm saying. I mean, it was Giannis fifty bomb in the in game six. It's yeah. crazy. He hit like what? All of a sudden, he was like fifteen of eighteen from the free throw line, or something close to that. Like, I don't know how that happened, but I mean, the fact that it was at Chris Paul's expense. Oh man, I was I already like Giannis. That's my dog, but yeah. the fact that it was against Chris Paul, man, made it so much. That's- better. 
real cinema. <laughs> <laughs> It was. It was. <laughs> oh man! Shout out to the Suns, man, for real. Mm, yeah, Suns. I mean, we'll, we'll see how it goes this year. I, y'all, y'all are a little scary. I'm not gonna lie. I'm, I'm a little scared. But you Dude, know, that I, you know, crazy. Yes, but I am. I am hoping for the worst for y'all. Oh, as as always, until they until they lose that that short man, Chris Paul. <laughs> oh, this is so crazy. I will be rooting against them. Hey, right, man, okay. you gotta have rivals at some point. He don't like Steph. Like, it's it's not like Chris Paul fans are cool with us winning. Like, you know, it, that's how it is. It's just that our favorite player is a serial winner, and theirs is a serial loser. It's just, you know what I'm saying? It's just two different types of people in this league. So, you know, that's how it's it's The Clay Thompson taunt, the four. We, we, got, we, got, we got four of them. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey, actually, real quick, like, is that a bad taunt? Because, like, I get it. It looks kind of bad when you're – every time you're down 20, you just four rings. But, hey. He does have four rings, no? Like he does. Say something. Say something. Oh, I'm up twenty in this one game. Four. 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 <laughs> like <laughs> you can't argue. But I digress. Anyways, uh, slander. Now, usually the slander segment is fun. This not this one not even like fun for me because it's just like it's almost disappointing or it is disappointing, but I don't know. Um. It's honestly on a similar wavelength to the Aiden Ross one. My slander of the last two years got to go to Sneeko. I don't know when the spiral started, but he is out of control right now. Says a lot of the same things that Aiden does. Says some worse things. Um, we're going to really go into who the problem, the main, the biggest problem is here, but I don't, I don't even know where Sneeko Got this stuff. I guess he got what red pill. Is that what they call it? He, yeah, he got red pill. But man, it's disappointing to see, really, because that was a dude that I remember seeing his original content. And it was definitely it was on the edge a lot of the times. He was asking very challenging questions. Sometimes it was like doesn't really seem like you're asking that in good faith, or like asking that in the right way. Um, and then, but it was like really creative stuff, and he was like really good with the camera and with his editing, and it was cool I, I could see like he was he was making cool creative content so i i appreciated that part of it um it definitely did seem like he was actually most of the time trying to be real and then something i don't know what i really don't know what it was but something happened and all of a sudden he he like snapped and now it's it's just him saying crazy stuff all the time so. no it's, it's been a real sad um <laughs> And I can kind of sorry, I can kind of transition this right into my slander segment because uh, it's connected. Um, but I'll, I'll address that first. Um, I remember watching Sneeko like three years ago, probably it's probably four years ago at this point. And he was making, like you said, he was making very creative, thought provoking content. Right. Editing was crazy; it was insane. Like I was like, "Oh, yeah. this Sneeko guy is crazy." Subways um, in New York, it was it was like exactly. Pizza. But then he slowly started talking about crazier stuff. Like it was a slow process. Like you could see it where I would watch a video and I'd be like, ah, I don't know if I agree with that, but like, you know, I'll let it slide. And then it just got crazier and crazier to the point where he was just arguing with people just to argue with people in dirt in the one minute podcast he used to do. Oh, and yeah. then it got to the point where he was just like going on stream and just like yelling at women in general, just like, just, just like, just being mad at women for no reason. And just being like, just be, it's like the very, 
it's we, we'll, we'll talk about it later. Like you said, we'll talk about the real problem. Um, but this can go right into my slander segment, which is just kind of men in general in in the last two years. Um, I mean, because I, I was trying to figure out who to give it to. I was I was thinking Sneeko. I was thinking Fresh and Fit. I was thinking uh, Adam Twenty Two. I don't know if you heard about that. Uh, Can't talk, I'm not talking about that on the podcast. Terrible things about that guy. Right. Um, uh, I, I, I don't know if I said Tory Lanez already, but I'll say it again. Tory Lanez, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's just, there's so many examples of just, like, men just doing bad things, uh, whether it be against, a, no, okay, I'm not going to say that. Just, like, just being, just, I think the idea of toxic masculinity is coming back a little bit, and it became mainstream, and it is it's it's dying down a little bit, but like the idea of toxic masculinity became like mainstream for a little bit, and it was the red pill thing, um, all over TikTok, all over YouTube. Like the biggest content creators were just kind of spewing this: uh, men need to be act a certain way, and women need to act a certain way, type of mentality, uh, whether it's to get views or money or whatever. And it's just it's been it's been it's been sad to watch, um, and it and. Like we were talking about with Aiden, like they have very impressionable audiences um, that kind of take what they're saying as gospel um, to a certain point, and to see that people they, they they like they know what they're saying, they understand what they're saying, they just don't really care, and it's it's been it's been sad to see um, that along with the Tory Lane situation, him and him and Meg Thee Stallion, uh, bros 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 locked up now, but you know it's that like I, I like Tor- before that I like Tory Lanez man I like Tory Lanez so. That's, you know, like, it's sad to see that he went out like that. Um, but he did, like, he, he, he did what he, he did, what he did, I guess. And it's just yeah. bad. And then that, along with all of the, the toxic masculinity stuff kind of combining and people arguing for Tory Lanez, even though all the evidence was pointing to the fact that he did it. It's just, it's just, it brought back the, the era of toxic masculinity in full force. And it was, it was, it was not a good sight. And it made me embarrassed to be a man but you know it's, it's dying down now which is good but that, it's, it's tough it's, it's 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 bad out here on the internet i'm not gonna lie um yeah yeah i'm sh- i'm sure we had i'm like so sure we had an episode talking about toxic masculinity i don't know what the like context was it might have been toy lanes actually but I don't, I don't remember what exactly the context was but i'm like so sure i remember talking about that man only they listened to the go with the flow podcast they Right, change right. Set you on the path, but yeah. Um, now that we're done with the W's and L's, I guess we can get into literally everything that has happened in the last two years. Like, you know, you know, you know. It's we 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 we've been talking for a minute, so so we'll try to keep these things short. But you know, a lot's happened. It's been two years. A lot has happened. Yeah. You know. Um, Should we jump right in sports? Yeah, we're let's jump right in. Let's go crazy. Let's jump right in. So what we've been alluding to, with whether it's uh, Aiden, Sneeko, uh I mean, fresh and fit too, right? They're involved. I mean, we're, we're alluding to the rise and subsequent fall. I think he's done, right? Is he in? I don't know. Come on, Andrew Tate, man. This is one of the craziest things I've ever seen happen in my life. And I really wish we were on the podcast to talk about it. I'll say at first, I actually just thought Andrew Tate was funny because I didn't realize people, I really know this is the craziest thing. I didn't realize people were actually taking it serious. I thought people were just laughing at what he was saying. I was like, I was like, this dude is hilarious. Like, he's like, this is so funny to see him genuinely saying these things. But then I realized people are actually like they're listening to him. 
I mean, there was the whole, what did he have? His Hustlers University. He was getting subscriptions. The pyramid scheme. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which I'm pretty sure he, like, had a, he talked to some, someone, Twitch streamer or something like that, and they asked him about it, and he was like, oh, no, 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 it's not, it's not a pyramid scheme. It's just, like, a multi-level organization. He describes a pyramid scheme. Like, it's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Which, right, wouldn't it be so funny if, like, no one was taking it seriously? Like, it would be hilarious. Yeah, it it would be hilarious. Yeah. But 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 then then you 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 got kids that I don't know think he's cool and they're really taking this seriously and I I I would be very interested to see how that played out in like middle schools and high schools and like if kids were like actually like re- saying the stuff that Andrew Tay would say or like really taking that serious because like I'm so, like again I'm sorry like I it, that's just kind of like the fact that that kind of became a part of like literal popular culture like mainstream culture like for real like andrew tate got like was getting millions of viewers and like it was like a real thing um i i really hope that didn't have an effect on like actual real people i hope that didn't leave the internet i really hope it didn't but i think it did and that's kind of the issue it's like they don't they they they, they know they have an effect on people but they probably don't know how big of an effect they have um and they're just kind of you know they're making money off of it so like they, they don't care but it's like really getting ingrained in the minds of these kids um you got andrew tate fresh and fit sneeko aiden ross all them like they're just kind of perpetuating this this the, the the like the old days of of thought about gender roles and like men gotta be manly men and you gotta you know you gotta do this and all this and women they gotta do all you know what i mean like it's it's gross, it's, it's gross. and i think it i want to say I like saw a video of a teacher saying that she had a student like young kid like elementary school student like saying some crazy stuff to a girl in the class because he had heard it from andrew tate stuff like that so i i'm pretty sure it did leave the internet and that's the wildest thing about it is that he was like trying to argue i saw him trying to argue that like he said every time i've been in a car accident it was with a woman and and therefore women are bad drivers that's what his argument was and then there was people giving him real life evidence of like women getting less car accidents than men and then his response was, oh, no, but I don't, I'm not listening to the empirical evidence. Choosing to ignore that. And like, instead, I'm going to trust my five real life experience. Like, it, it was at that point that I was like, there's no way that he's like a real, he's actually serious. No way he actually believes this stuff. But I guess it didn't matter. It doesn't matter whether he believes it because apparently he got fans that actually believe what he's saying. I was, thank you, Chris. I was trying to think of, of, of an example that we could say on this podcast. That's there you go. That's that is the most mild example of something that he, that he would he would say. Um, that's that's one of his like most famous takes or whatever, like, just, stuff like that. And yeah, yeah, like yeah, mild, most mild example. That's probably that's pretty clear. It's like it's start. It's like if you don't if you aren't familiar with him, I mean, look him up at your own risk. He's, it's it's ridiculous the stuff you'll find, but it kind of starts there and just gets more and more ridiculous. The things that he'll say, just, yeah, I, re- I really don't know what we can say here, but he's, um, yeah. it, it was wild just watching that and seeing then people latch onto it. Cause that's kind of what happened with Aiden Ross for sure. He went bald because of it too. And then like, he's on the stream saying, Oh, we need to free, free the top G this and that. Like people will mention the insane heinous things that this dude has done, Andrew Tate has done, and then Aiden's like, no, 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 don't worry, he didn't do it. Like free him. Like, nah. I don't get it. It's sad. 
truly don't get it. Into some other stuff that's happened since we graduated. Oh, do we want to go Twitter? Because we gotta talk about this. We can talk about Twitter. We can talk about the whole, the whole Elon getting Twitter situation. That that's definitely that was a big thing um, they, for a while. Um, if y'all don't know, Elon bought Twitter, and he's making it terrible. It's it's really just becoming like a really bad app. Um, a lot of malfunctions, difference in differences in in programming. I think literally as we record this video, this 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 episode, I think there's like you you have you have to you have to pay to be on people's feeds to get on people's feeds oh. that are following you or something. Like it's like yeah. So he's changing the verification process first of all, which is insane. I was just talking about this in journalism class uh, Tuesday, but. The whole point of verification is that you know that this person is who they say they are. And you're not like, technically you're not allowed to impersonate, right? But this now means that if you are a significant individual and you need people to know that you are indeed who you are. So like, say if you're any police station or any news source, you like have to pay now for Twitter. Otherwise you're almost obsolete on that app because people have no way to ensure that it's you. And I, in theory, no one can impersonate you still. So like, or at least if they're verified, so it's not like somebody else can make it, whatever, Adrian Wojnarowski account and pretend to be him. But still, the fact that you essentially now as any sort of source of information that people need have to pay, it's just crazy. Um, and it just almost defeats the entire purpose of the app. And I mean, it's, 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 he's ridiculous, man. It's just the stuff that he's done to that app is, it's ridiculous. Right, right, right. I'm sure a lot of people have different opinions on Elon, but the, the Twitter thing has been hilarious. Um, but I don't know. There's There's been a whole lot of... I Speaking of Twitter, one of the, the, the craziest days on Twitter, just get right into it. The slap, man. We got to talk about the slap, man. Like, a, another moment where I was like, man, if we were doing the podcast at that moment, that would have been, been something special. Would have been, been different. On that low key. It was literally that's. I, I would say that's probably the biggest pop culture moment in these last two years. As was probably that um, biggest <laughs> age Oscars. Will Smith, Chris Rock, Chris Rock, Chris Rock makes a terrible joke, a terrible joke, and Will Smith makes him regret, regret saying the joke. That's that's basically what happened. Um, oh man. I, I don't I don't know what your take is on that, but it's 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 just it's crazy times we lived in. Uh Twitter was hilarious that day, you know. That was my main takeaway. I think that that's gotta be like top five Twitter days of all time. It was just the memes were were insane. I can't believe that actually happened. That was wild. I mean and there was there were so many takes. Honestly, I didn't think it was gonna be I mean, obviously it was a big deal for them, but I didn't think it was going to be like a thing that everyone went on the podcast and talked about, like who's in the wrong in this situation. I would argue they're probably like, both of them probably got some, some wrong in there. Like you can't, you really shouldn't be slapping dudes on stage in an award show. The joke, definitely in poor taste. That's for sure. Like terrible joke. <laughs> Man, there's a lot of, I think, pretty pointless arguments about that one. And now that Chris Rock is coming out with his with the special, he just came out with a Netflix special, and where he's talking about it a lot, just sounding so salty. I don't know. I don't know if y'all can tell can tell which side I'm on right now, but it's just like it's just, it's just like ugh, like more bad jokes about the situation. But that it kind of reignited the talks about it. That, that happened 
literally, I think a year ago yesterday, and people are still talking about it. So you can kind of tell how big of a pop culture moment that was. It's crazy. Um, and you see, like the uh, you see, like the tweets. I think I say tweet every couple of weeks of someone just pretending like they're two years later or a year later, or whatever, to react to. Yeah, <laughs> it just it's still everywhere, bro. Yeah, insane, insane moment. want to hum over to sports all right it's been it's been an eventful couple of years for the golden state warriors honestly wait, we, we were out by the time we we're definitely out by the time we finished the podcast right in 2021 the plan was definitely before we finished right yes we talked about that in the episode of guys yeah oh yeah, yeah okay so yeah it's been a been a long couple of years since then there was the play in the infamous interview man you'll want to see us next year and then the dream season so we start out like 18 and 2 had some rough patches in there Honestly, went into the playoffs limping. Steph was out. Our best five players hadn't played like at all together because it was like Clay was out. He got back. Dre got hurt. Uh, Dre got back. Steph got hurt. Like it was, there was no uh, time to get chemistry back. But I mean, there's Steph Clay and Dre. Of course, it'll be fine. So you know, had the had the dream run. Got it done. Number four, man. We gotta talk about number four, man. It's beautiful, man. It's. That was really the crazy, like, because I remember we were doing the podcast at your house and like, we had just gotten eliminated and I was like, okay, where do we go from here? Like, what is, what is, what is the, what's, what's the trajectory looking like? It was looking, it was looking very bleak. Um, Didn't know if we'd ever be back. Uh, And then you have the dream, like literally the dream season. Everyone's doubting you. You got, you know, Katie, Katie's long gone at this point, but you got Steph, Clay, and Dre. They're getting a little, they're a little older. You got the young guys. You're, they're trying to figure out whether they can, they can do still keep the young guys, but still have the old guys and end win with that structure. Um, you you got the beasts in the East. You got the Bucks, the Celtics. You got the Suns, who were terrifying to me. I mean, they're the they were the best team in the league. So it looked like the odds were stacked against us so heavy. Yeah, man, it was um, it was looking scary. Um, and I, I did. I honestly, you can, you can, you can ask me. You can, you can ask me now, and I'll tell you. I was, I doubted us. I really did. I didn't think we could do it. Um, I think honestly, after being spoiled with with the KD years, I was not sure if we could do it without him because you know we were just we were getting older. League was getting more competitive. I just, I didn't know. I did not expect it to happen. Um, and but it, it it happened. And being in college and having all these people hate on us. I'm a Warriors fan and everyone's from the East Coast and everyone hates the Warriors. It was it was hilarious. It was great times. Um dream, dream truly the dream season. Um could not have asked for anything better. I really wish we were doing the podcast through that season. Um, but great. Greatness. Straight greatness. Number four. For me, I wasn't sure about it throughout the whole year, but once I saw the playoffs line up, I was like, we're getting to the finals. I wasn't sure if we were gonna win it. Because I was like, Bucks. It's Giannis. Nobody has a guy for Giannis, but we definitely don't have a guy for Giannis. So, you know, we definitely could have lost to them. And the Celtics, I genuinely thought they were a very good matchup for us. Like, I thought I thought they might get us, but I knew we were going to beat the Nuggets. I mean, they didn't have the guys that, you know, they, they second-best player and third-best player both out. I knew that was good. Grizzlies, they're also a good matchup for us. I thought we could get them, but I wasn't sure about that. Mavericks, I mean, I knew we were going to beat them. And I genuinely, bro... I, I knew about the Suns, bro. I knew the Suns weren't like that. You did. I, I, you you called them frauds from the beginning. You were you were so right. You were so right. 
something about the Suns. I'll I'll always be a Chris Paul doubter. It usually pays <laughs> off. I'll always be a Los Angeles Clippers doubter. It usually pays mm. off. You know? mm. Just some things in sports, some things never change. It's just that yeah, this, this is true. This is true. This is true. Uh, but I mean, even even the year before, we we missed the Bucks championship. Shout out to Giannis. Great. It seems like a, a great guy. You know, love to love to see him win. Yeah, um, it, was, it was cool because that win it got him to like the point where people are talking about like, is he top fifteen all time already? At, like at that point, he was like what twenty five, twenty six. Like, right. It's kind of crazy. And he might right, do it right, again. Right. Exactly, and and even even this year, like we're we're still, we're still in the regular season, but like we're coming near the end, and it's it's a whole lot of. I mean, I think the biggest thing right now is the MVP debate. Like, where what is the what's what's the deal with that? I don't know where. I mean, one one thing about Chris, Chris, Chris gonna know his his sports knowledge. He's he's gonna have an opinion on, on this sports stuff. So I, I'm gonna start with you. Um, I kind of have my opinion, but but I, I gotta hear from you first. Here's the thing: the MVP. Like, I really do usually have an opinion on everything. The MVP this year, I would not be shocked if any of the three of them won it. I mean, obviously, it's Jokic, Giannis, and uh, Embiid, right? No one else has a shot. Tatum is great this year. No shot. MVP. But I wouldn't be shocked at any of those three winning it. Um, I, and I, I, re- I think Embiid's in the lead, but I really don't even know who I would vote for. If it ended, like if the season ended, I mean, it ends in like a week. I really don't know who I would pick. Um, it's like best offensive player in Jokic, best scorer in Embiid, best defender and two-way guy in Giannis, and he has the best record in the league. Like they all have crazy resumes. Uh, but Jokic has won it back to back. He's also like doing it in a different way this year. His guys are back and now he's carrying them in a different way almost. It's like, I don't know. I kind of think Embiid ends up getting it, but I kind of think all like either no matter which one wins, they're kind of all right. Yeah. So there's there's no wrong answer, honestly. Um, I think I don't know. Like it's it's it literally switches all the time. I mean, I was I was big on Jokic, and then then like the past week I've been on Embiid, but now that I'm looking at it, it's like uh, Jokic has played more games. The efficiency is crazy. The, the the Nuggets are like literally one game better than the Sixers. I think you got to factor that in a little bit. Um, it's in a slightly worse conference. <laughs> ooh, good, you got me there. You got me there. Literally, I don't. I think they're all right. Like any of them can win. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And right, right, say because right. people will say he didn't. Jokic deserved the last two absolutely. And I think it was uh, the first one. Like everyone got hurt at the end besides him, so he played the full season. And was just as good, if not better, than them, anyways. And then last year, he put up like 27, 14, and 8, stat line that's never been put up before. His team was like two games worse than Embiid. It's just that the West, like, was real, like, had some really good teams in it. Like, the three top three teams in the West were better than the best team in the East or something. So, it, like, he was a six seed, but his team was way better than the six seed, like, com- comparatively, it was way better than the six seed, right? And that is. Two best players, two best teammates out for the entire season, and still got them there. I think he absolutely deserved the last two. This year, though, I kind of lean towards giving it to not him, just because you know, a voter fatigue happens to everyone else. So, like, tough. But I don't. Know. I don't think that should matter, but I understand. You know, it's it's it's, it's in the history of the game. I, I, I get what you're saying. It's just actually, you know, honestly, usually I'm a type of guy that's just just because they voted incorrectly in the past doesn't mean they should keep doing it. But right. Since I literally don't know how to differentiate these dudes, 
I'm almost just like, man, just give it to the other two. One other two. So, That's fair. That's I fair. Want, I kind of don't want him beat to win it because it would be real funny just watching his fans do this year after year. So that, that's the model. Yeah, but it's it's complicated, man. But I guess I guess we should, we should start. We should wrap up this podcast. Uh, it's, it's been a great little little reunion. Uh, like literally, I've been like all the stuff we talked about. I wish we had the podcast during these times. So it's 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 been good to to come back and kind of give us a chance to talk about these things. Um, so shout out shout out to Miss Kim Beal for for giving us this platform right here. Uh, shout out to the whole Headwords community, um, graduating class, everything. Like it's it's. I, I hope y'all hear this. I hope y'all listen. Um, I still want to stay connected to the to the to the student body. So um, big shout out to Head Royce. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Head Royce Voices. Don't forget to subscribe for more episodes featuring faculty, students, and other members of the alumni community. Catch you next time.